0: The Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation, as always. Uh, And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, at ethospelicans is the show, and at Lyle Swithenbank is me, L Y L E S W I T H E N B A N K, as in bank. So, first night of a back to back. Pelicans traveled to Memphis and got their behinds beaten. They got absolutely slapped around by the Memphis Grizzlies. Unfortunately, we were without Brandon Ingram. He was out with hamstring tightness. They said it tightened up after the uh, Nuggets game, and uh, so they gave him a night off to have a bit of a rest. He didn't do shoot-around, went through his pregame warm-up, and it was obviously a bit too sore, and you don't want to muck around with hamstrings. So, they gave him the night off, and unfortunately, that led to a bit of a shellacking by the Memphis Grizzlies. So, we're going to break down the game today, uh, because the first night of a back-to-back probably won't be as long as the last few have been. We've had a bit more to talk about, but, you know, we'll see how we go. Final score, 132-111. to 111. Uh, started with a really fast start from Memphis. They they dropped 44 points on us in the first quarter and and really got themselves out to a nice lead. Uh, by halftime, they were up by 20, and, and really it was it was pretty much all said and done by then. Um, you know, you always hope that you can get back. We fought back to within five at one point, but Memphis just had everything going. Jar Morant was fantastic. Desmond Bain, awesome. And honestly, we just couldn't, defend. It wasn't the offense. We were scoring enough. You know, first quarter scored 34 to their 44. Second quarter, dropped off a little bit. 24 to 33. But you know, that was turnovers that caused that. The inability to um, to really curtail Memphis at the other end. Um, come out in the second half, you think you're going to have a bit of a response. Started to, and then uh, got slapped around, and they ended up dropping 35 on us uh, to our 26. Again, just weren't disrupting them, weren't stopping them uh, getting what they wanted. Three ball was dropping like a mad thing, and um, final quarter we won. But by then it was the two benches battling it out, and uh, you know final score was 111 to 132. As I said, and really disappointing that the guys um, didn't didn't really fire a shot. You know, even when we dragged it back to 5 it never felt like we were um looking like we were going to take control of this game. No one was really on besides CJ McCollum. He was he was fantastic and really carried the team offensively, finishing with 32 points, but despite his efforts, no one else was really on. And it was disappointing because obviously it was on national TV, and so having a national TV game meant that You know, there's more eyes on it. It was a TNT broadcast, uh, and unfortunately, we got battered from pillar to post. And of course, Memphis is the second best team in the league, uh, and you know, the second in the east, uh, in the west. Pardon me, uh, looking to really make some noise, have beaten some big names uh, in terms of good teams, and and they are a really deep and, and solid team. But unfortunately, we couldn't match them tonight and uh, that was despite our best efforts um, we were unsuccessful so we'll start by breaking down the team by uh, team stats team comparison stats we shot 46% from the field to their 47 uh, so not too much difference the real difference is that they hit 16 threes we only hit 11 uh, and what, usually when we hit double do, uh, double digit three pointers we, we're in the driver's seat unfortunately we just let them get too comfortable. In the end, we finish with more free throws, 27-18, to 18, to their 24-20. to 20. But again, it just didn't feel like that we were getting the calls. And I think it wasn't until the end, the last quarter, where the whistles started going our way. There were some pretty blatant calls that, uh, you know, Jose Alvarado chasing the ball down and then stops because he realizes it's off Memphis and they give him the ball. So... Uh, just examples like that that were frustrating, but I'm not going to get into the refs. I did that again. I did that last game. Uh, but we left more free throws on the on the board. 66% we shot of the free throws. Left nine. I mean, nine points, again, that gets you to 120. You only lose by 12. You know, that's it, a free throws win games, as we saw against Denver. And uh, we, we really left them, uh, left a few at the stripe. Now... Rebounding, we got smashed. It was forty-five to fifty-two, uh, and they had fifteen offensive rebounds and thirty-seven defensive rebounds. And, and honestly, it was it was it felt like more. They were getting everything. Second chance points were huge for them. Uh, they absolutely gave us a, bat, a belting every time the ball came off. One of their guys was there to to get it, and we weren't boxing out. We weren't going for the defensive rebound. And it really was just a just a bizarre sort of um mentality from the guys. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because Brandon wasn't there, maybe it was just an off night and and you know, but that's what we've got to chalk it up to. But just disappointing to not see the defensive side when that has really been such a um, feather in their cap in the last few games and uh even against Denver, you know, that was we were still pretty good defensively. It was just Jokic was better offensively. Uh, turnovers, we had 14 to their 11. A lot of them live ball, which were disappointing. They got out and ran as much as they could. And being a young athletic side, they uh, they really exploited that. And, I mean, we are fairly young as well, but unfortunately couldn't match them shot for shot and, and couldn't limit them. They scored 19 points off turnovers to our 13. You know, you limit that a little bit, and all of a sudden it's game on. Um, yeah, just a little bit disappointing. And, you know, after the game... Uh, Billy Hernan Gomez was given the post game video or interview, and he he talked about the lack of effort and that the guys didn't do their jobs on the defensive end. You know, they really came in and and didn't didn't give enough energy. And that's one thing that Willie Green can't. You know, he can get guys up and about and say let's go, and he can coach guys up and he can make rotations. But what you can't do is teach effort. You know, if you're not going to put effort in, well, there's not much more the coach can do. And whatever the factor was, it was it was disappointing to see. Uh, well, you know, you, of all the games to lose in the next few, this is probably the one uh, because of the, I mean, quality of the team and all credit to Memphis. I can't take away um, anything from Memphis because they did a really good job and uh, they, they played, they executed their game plan, they did a fantastic effort at, at making shots and distributing and, and really uh, moving the ball. But... Uh, You know, another stat that sticks out to me, they had 30 assists to our 24. You know, for us, up around that high 20s is is where we need to be. And they moved the ball and they made shots. And that's really the story of the game. So, that's what the numbers show me. Now, jumping over to the box score, uh, our guys, McCollum starred 32.6 rebounds, 11 assists, and he was unconscious all night. Fantastic. Um... Herb Jones, 10, 4, and 2. Got his first technical as well uh, because of some interesting foul calling. But anyway, uh, we'll go into that. Tony Snell had three points. He started in place of Brandon. Had a bit of an off night, one of six shooting. And uh, he looked a bit out of sorts. Maybe in that uh, different role had thrown him out a little bit. JV had a pretty bad game. 20 minutes he played and had 10 points and two rebounds. Stephen Adams absolutely manhandled him. And he, he had no answer. It was a minus 37 on the night. Our worst. And, um, yeah, that was probably one of the worst games I've seen him play for a long time. But um, And I'm sure he wouldn't be happy with it either. Jackson Hayes, in 14 minutes, had two points and three rebounds. Made some really careless mistakes, I suppose, in the first quarter. Um, and it was un- unlike him. He'd been really good for... Oh, months now, we'd been we be saying how good he's been. And it was just, I don't know, he played on Jaron Jackson Jr., who was a similar sort of player, maybe a bit more defensive-minded. Uh, but maybe that's what we want him to sort of morph into as, as that um, power forward, being able to stretch it a bit, being able to defend, being able to score. And, um, yeah, he just got outplayed. He really did. Uh, the bench brigade was pretty good. Uh, Billy Hernan Gomez was 17-9, and Najee Marshall had 16, Devontae Graham had 12, he hit his three-pointers, and then we iced him, he hit three in a row, and uh, then we sat him down, had five assists as well, Jose solid with uh, five points, three rebounds, four assists, four four steals, and a block, he was everywhere, and battled his heart out, Uh, again, you know, you can't ask any more than what he's doing, Gary Clark played 12 minutes as well, had five rebounds, and Alizé Johnson had 4 and 7, uh, and he played the majority of the last quarter. Well, he played 16 minutes, so, uh, you know, over the last quarter. Uh, Gary Clark played the entire fourth. But, you know, you look at Memphis. Stephen Adams only had 4, but Jar Morant had 24, 8 and 8. A couple of steals and a block. Bain had 22 on 8 of 17 shooting, 5 of 9 from 3. Jaron Jackson had two, 22 points, 3 rebounds, a steal, and 3 blocks. Zaire Williams, who's, I don't know, was your rookie, I think, 16 points and six, and Melton off the bench had 14, Clark had 12, everyone that came on except uh, Culver and Tilly ha- scored, so you know, they went very deep and, and really, a statement win for them, it was really good, uh, you know, they hadn't beaten us twice in a row since 2017, so now they have um, I think both times we haven't had Brandon, but anyway, I'm not gonna uh, go into that and cause any uh, sort of carry-on in relation to whether or not playing a team without their best player counts, but, you know, it does on the stat sheet So, uh, and in the standings. So, what does that mean for us in the standings? Essentially, I think it leaves us where we are. Uh, We're sitting at 10th. um, We are a game and a half now behind the Lakers. Had we have won that, we'd have only been half a game behind. Uh, So, really, we need the Lakers to keep losing and we need to... um, keep winning ourselves, we take the magic on tomorrow, so you know, quick turnaround, uh, it'll be a back to back, we take them on at uh, an early one, so I think 7pm, so a bit later than the one we just had, 9am um, my time, they're 16 and 50 on the on the season, so this has to be a response, we need to see effort, we need to see guys coming and having a crack and you know, back in the Smoothie King Centre, perhaps that'll happen you know that's what we want to see, and whether or not Brandon plays, you know he's got a crook hamstring. I don't want him to play through any niggles in his hamstring at all. Um, I've seen how long they take to come back. You do one, you do one properly. It's four to six weeks, and we're just not we can't deal with that, uh, particularly in the position we're in. So uh, let's give him a rest if he needs to. Uh, there's no point playing through a hamstring. We're not mucking around with that. So. Uh, We'll do our three key takeaways after the break. We'll dart off and do that now, and then we'll do the three key takeaways. uh, We'll pack up, and uh, we'll get out of here. So, thank you very much to the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code ETHOS when you sign up. That will give you a deposit match bonus. Uh, You can get a whole heap of stuff over there. Go and check it out, mybookie.ag. If you need to do your gambling, go and do it there. They've got lots of different deals on. I think they've got casino games and stuff over there as well, so check that out. Uh, And, of course, our friends at manscaped.com. Ethos20 is the code. Get yourself 20% off and free shipping. They have the Lawnmower 4.0 over there with a ceramic blade, so go and check that out. Uh, Plenty going on with our friends at Manscaped. And expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball. Get yourself three additional months on a 12-month subscription. Hide your address online. Don't let people sell all of your stuff So or track you or do whatever else. Uh, protect yourself online. So uh, expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball. And that'll give you those extra three months on that 12-month subscription. Tell them Sports Ethos sent you. And finally, our new daily fantasy partner is ThriveFantasy.com. Use the code ETHOS when you sign up. That will give you deposit match bonuses as well as free game tickets. Nowhere else gives you this. That is the only discount code that will give you these extra game tickets. So go and check them out. Fantastic uh, organization over there. And uh, if you need some advice, go and check out the Sports Ethos DFS fantasy Podcast, Uh They've got plenty going on over there as well. And if you're not in the Discord, make sure you go and check that out as well. The Sports Ethos Discord uh, has all of the different things. Wager your parcel, get you the gambling, uh, and they're absolutely smashing it there. Plenty going on over at Sports Ethos, so go and check it out. Uh, and, of course, you're coming up to your playoffs in your fantasy team, so go and check all that out as well. There's plenty of advice floating around. Um, yeah, so check it out. SportsEthos.com. So, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here, as always. Um, Three key takeaways. Number one, effort was the thing that was lacking. You know, coach can can get guys ready, and, you know, he took blame. Coach Willie took blame in the uh, post game, saying, you know, I didn't get the guys ready, I didn't get them up and about, and and the like, obviously, paraphrasing, because he didn't say up and about. Uh, But he didn't prepare these guys enough to be able to play. And what makes it tricky is that guys have to be self-starters. You can't always put it on the coach to say, "Oh, I've got to give you a high five and a and a pat on the back to be able to get you ready to play the game." No, you've you've been ready every other game. Um, you got to get up and about. You, you've got to be you've got to be ready to go. And first quarter lapses. You know, we've seen a couple of them now we need to kind of stamp that out and that's an energy thing and and hopefully against this magic team we come out and just smash them in the first quarter and put them to the sword and and we just look in the rearview mirror as they're running behind us you know like you left them behind on summer camp now the second key takeaway is good teams win when they're healthy you know health is everything there's not many teams that will be able to win without their best player. You know, we had a look when we played the Phoenix Suns. They didn't have Chris Paul. He's their closer. He's always fourth quarter specialist. He was out, and they couldn't answer. When we played them, we, we gave them a touch-up. Yeah, we played really well, but again, do you not think that having Chris Paul would have made of, uh improve them? I, I think they would have. You know, Denver injured. We take these teams on... Um, and, and it goes, and and then you beat them, and you go, yep yeah, that was an awesome win, and it was. And you can't take away from that, because you can only beat the players that are in front of you. But again, full-strength sides are a little bit different. And that goes the same in this case against Memphis. Memphis took on us without Brandon Ingram. We're 12-13 in the year without him. You know, the, he's a big part of our offense. He's been getting us nearly 10 assists a game, as well as uh, almost 30 points a game over the, this last stretch since the All-Star game. So, you know... We can't hang our heads and say, "Oh, you know, we were we were comprehensively beaten because we were beaten with an asterisk without Brandon Ingram." You know, and and unfortunately, it still counts. You know, there's no there's no two ways about it. We need to be able to perform whether Brandon's there or not. But again, we can't go and uh, throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, "Well, oh, you know, we lost this Memphis side." Well, Memphis is number two in the West. They're a good side. They've won a whole heap of stuff. And also, we didn't have Brandon Ingram, so we chalk this one up. We have we take the L and and we move on. And we never talk about this game again. Now, finally, the third key takeaway is the rotations will settle again once Brandon comes back in. I know we're they're spitballing with it a bit, and I like Bre- uh, leaving Devontae coming off the bench. Uh, he's settling into that role as the sixth man really nicely. Uh, but what we need to have is is this ability. For the guys that step up into that other role, whether that's Tony Snell or otherwise, for tomorrow, uh, if Brandon Ingram's out, they need to be prepared and and ready. You know, it looked like Tony Snell was a bit of a fish out of water playing in that starting lineup. Uh, he wasn't ready to shoot and missed a few shots, but hopefully he responds because that's what he did last time. He had a he had a bad game against uh, I think it was the Kings or the Jazz, and then the next game he came out and, and shot like a mad thing. So. Fingers crossed we can get that from Tony again uh, because I really rate him in terms of that ability to stretch the floor, but we're going to need him. It's going to be next man up mentality if Brandon's out again. Everyone needs to dig in and and really uh, contribute tomorrow. So, all in all, tough loss. We got beaten by a very good Memphis Grizzlies team. All the best of them in their future endeavors. Uh, we chalk this L up, and and we go and take Magic on tomorrow. That's the glory of the NBA. We get to play straight away. So I am going to leave it at that. Uh, as I said, back in the Smoothie King Center for the second night of a back-to-back tomorrow. Thankfully, everyone's pretty well-rested because we got smashed, so <laughs> we shouldn't be too tired on uh, that second night. I'm going to leave it at that. Um as always, this is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, sportsethos.com. Check it out. Stay safe, and uh, we'll have a chat after the Magic game. Bye for now.